It's two minutes to four o'clock. I'm waiting in a long snaking line in front of the Palacio Real de Madrid, the Royal Palace, which at four o'clock changes from roughly 20 euros per adult for a ticket to free. So that explains the hundred something people who have suddenly lined up here to get inside. We were here about maybe 45 minutes ago, maybe an hour ago, and there's nobody. I mean, the square was basically empty. So they've obviously all come here quickly in the last, uh, you know, 30, 40 minutes. I'm hoping the line will move pretty fast once they open the doors for free entry. There'll be some security screening, but then uh, we'll be able to get in. The palace certainly looks pretty impressive from here. We're, it's interesting, the, the main square in front of it is angled kind of a north-south, not facing the main street. So when you walk along the main street that's right next to me, it's a big, long building, of course. It's the largest palace, I believe, in Europe, or maybe second largest to Versailles, but it's pretty big. But when you walk along the main road, I mean, it's just kind of a long wall of lots of windows and uh, colonnades and things like that. You don't really see a focal point. It's when you get it around the corner here to this main square facing the massive, massive cathedral across the square uh, that you get a sense of the scale of the palace and the main entrance. You can see the Spanish flag there flying over the top and there's this big courtyard that's that's gated off with big arched colonnade on the far side. We're really quite at the top of a hill here. I had not realized how hilly Madrid is in general uh, until we got here. When you're in the kind of the center of town, it's relatively flat, but you have to climb quite a bit to get there. Like where we're staying is on a fairly steep hill. And, uh, you know, we start to go downhill quite a bit to get to where we're staying. Here we're right at the edge of that hill. The palace looks out over this massive park to the west. You can see fairly decent mountains off in the distance. So you can kind of understand why they, they put it where they did, because it's quite the focal points in the area. The kids are off running now in this massive square. Aside from this snaking line, there's actually quite a bit of space, so they're welcome to burn off some energy before we go inside. Oh, you can hear a bell ringing now. It's four o'clock, it's the top of the hour. And I can see they are now starting to let people in, so I'm guessing it'll take a good 10 minutes to get there, but that's not too bad. It's a chilly day. It's really a bit colder than I had expected. It's not rainy, but there's some pretty dark clouds that have been hovering over the city. And uh, it's quite windy up here on the plateau as well. Madrid is really full of these uh, solid blocks of buildings. You don't get a lot of open spaces. Even the Plaza Mayor there in the middle of the, the old city, I mean, it's surrounded by four walls of uh, a good four or five stories of uh, buildings. So that kind of blocks off the wind. Otherwise, you know, you're walking down these avenues and the wind just kind of funnels its way through. So it can kind of catch you by surprise. And even if the temperature is I think maybe eight or 10 degrees Celsius. Without the sun and with the wind, it does get quite chilly out here. The city's been busy for sure today, but uh, you can imagine how much it must be a hustling place in the spring, I'd imagine, and perhaps the summer. I know the summer is the opposite. It gets really, really hot here in the summer. And a lot of people take off for the mountains or go down to the coast. So the high season is likely kind of May and June and then into September and October. But despite all this, as we can see today, I mean, there's still hundreds of people here looking to get into the palace. It's uh, free entry from between 4 and 6 p.m. So that's basically when everybody shows up. We had a slow morning today, which we needed. We all slept in till roughly 9.30 or so and uh, really just kind of took it easy. You know, we, we were in a big rush. It's so nice having the extra time here. We had all day today and tomorrow, another full day tomorrow. So that gives us some flexibility. We can 
adjust our plans and uh, just kind of be a bit more spontaneous. So we took our time. We didn't leave the apartment till just afternoon, at which point we had thought of going straight over to the palace area, but uh, we ended up walking the other way. We went to the Puerta del Sol, which is another one of the big public spaces here in the city. It's not quite a square. It's kind of a, an odd shape. It's, uh, you can't really qualify by any particular shape. It's not a rectangle. There's all these different quadrangles and, and buildings sticking out. It makes a fairly big public space, but it's under quite a bit of reconstruction right now. They're cleaning up, and I've read that they're kind of pedestrianizing it more, so you'll see less traffic. There were some uh, images of what it will look like, but for the moment it's quite full of excavators and construction material and things like that. So it uh, wasn't the greatest place to just kind of hang out. We kept walking. I went for a nice walk. As you get east from Puerta del Sol, you get to the Calle de Alcala, and then around the corner onto the Gran Via, which is one of the main ceremonial boulevards here in the city. But I mean, pretty much everywhere you go, you see these magnificent buildings with decorations and statues on the side. Everything is quite monumental here in Madrid. A lot of high-end shops and fancy restaurants. It reminds you of uh, some of those luxury boulevards in Paris, for sure. I really like the area where we've ended up staying, where our Airbnb, which has smaller little alleyways. It's a bit more quaint. There's those little cafes and terraces and kind of hole-in-the-wall places. And it just feels a little more maybe welcoming and less monumental, less overwhelming. I mean, it's beautiful wherever you go, but I like that kind of more intimate feel where, where we're staying. And it's all very close together. We can walk from our place to Puerto del Sol, even at the kids' pace in maybe 15 minutes or so. It's really not that far. From the Royal Palace here back to our apartment should take roughly 20, 25 minutes at the pace that we go. We'll see, we'll pace ourselves. As I say, it's already four o'clock. We're gonna go through the palace. I read that it generally takes about an hour or so to see it. The line is moving now. The door's been open for roughly nine minutes. And yeah, I gather it'll be another 10 or 15 minutes before we get in. Well, that's not too bad. We decided tomorrow would be the best day for our hop on, hop off bus tour because it's supposed to be a sunnier day, a little bit warmer. That'll take us around town, but also give us a chance to uh, hop off near the wonderful park I'm really, really looking forward to. Parque de Retiro, which is kind of on the eastern side of the central city. There's monumental buildings there and arches at the corners. There's the Palacio de Cristal. I think we can go inside there. And a great place for the kids to run around for sure. So I'm expecting to spend a good chunk of time there, especially if the weather's nice. And then of course we can hop back on the bus and keep going. We found a great taco place near the palace for kind of a mid-afternoon snack. Of course it's Mexican food, but they certainly know how to do it well here in Madrid. And one thing is cheap, it's like a euro fifty per taco. I mean, of course, if you get in Mexico, it's like 50 cents each or something, but that's pretty good for Madrid. Filling and healthy and not too expensive. And it's something that the kids were willing to try. We had numerous conversations before we left on this trip, when we were at home, maybe sitting in the kitchen, and tell them, you know, guys, we're, we're going to be traveling, we're going to have different food, we're going to have things that we haven't tried before, and it's either you try eating it or you who knows when you're going to get food again this is how it works when you travel because they're not the most adventurous eaters but they do like mexican food so it was a good place to kind of test this out as well i mean it was a little different from what they're used to at home they're great uh, corn tacos uh, corn flour you know real authentic thing dahlia was a little hesitant at first but once she got a first taste then she was convinced okay this is something that i like and Hugo was the same. Once he discovered there was cheese involved, then uh, he didn't hesitate. 
we'd like to get a uh, paella meal before we leave Madrid. That'll likely be tomorrow, tomorrow night, perhaps for dinner. There's a lot of places around. I mean, it's kind of tricky to, to know exactly where to go because you go to the touristy places and there's restaurants. And I mean, obviously it comes down to the price at the end of the day. Like you're not going to pay 20 plus euros for paella that you could get elsewhere for 11 or 12 euros. But I've seen a few places near like Plaza Mayor. It's uh, paella for 12 euro 50 or something. Is it going to be good quality? Is it going to be authentic? Maybe. It might be more touristy, but, uh, you know, we'll see what we can find. We don't want to be exploring around, wandering around forever, trying to find the perfect restaurant. You really just have to make a decision and, and stick with it. But I do hope that we'll find something that's good, good value, but also authentic and a nice meal. Hi. Well, we're not there yet. Another few minutes, guys. So I've heard good things about the Royal Palace here. People have recommended it. Of course, it helps when it's free, but it does sound pretty impressive. So I'll check in a bit later and tell you all about the experience. Two hours later, it is six o'clock now. We are at the grocery store, Dia Ego grocery store. It's the chain around the town here, probably around the country. The Royal Palace, it was all right. Let's just say I'm glad we didn't spend 12 euros each for it. Basically room after room of frescoes and paintings, portraits, carvings, rich colors. I mean, it's very impressively done, of course. Most in the, I believe, 18th and 19th century. One room was full, all four walls and the ceiling with porcelain carvings. You can see the state banquet room, which they still use apparently these days. The throne room of the king and queen, the actual Spanish thrones are right there. I wonder how often they actually sit in them. There are a couple other rooms that still get fairly active use they, uh, for state occasions and ceremonies, including the room where King Juan Carlos officially submitted his resignation in 2014 and King Felipe VI was sworn in as king. And you see the room with the actual Spanish crown jewels. At least the ones on display, there's not a lot, but there's this massive crown. I mean, I have to look up just how heavy this thing must be. They do actually use it for coronation ceremonies. I don't know how it could possibly fit on anyone's head. So it's one of those places, I mean, of course, impressive craftsmanship. It reminded me a lot of the Palace of Versailles or the Louvre. But all in all, I can't say I was particularly blown away by it. I'm glad we saw it, but I'm also glad that it was free. And we're back at the apartment now. It's 9.30 p.m. The kids are in bed, but they're not asleep yet. The musical interlude you heard there was us earlier in the afternoon, before we went to the palace, between the Puerta del Sol and Calle de Alcalá, walking between there and the Sevilla metro station. There was a couple basically busking by playing a violin and a cello along the street, so I took out my phone as we were walking past and captured a few seconds. I'm slowly getting better at getting the phone ready and capturing those sounds as we're walking along. It's fun to do. We did have a nice dinner tonight. We had some homemade uh, paella in the end, a uh, chicken paella. Bought some rice at the little corner store and a couple chicken breasts and some paella spice mix. It was pretty good. We'll still try to get the real thing tomorrow. We found a Rioja wine, red wine, 2017, Spanish, of course, 
for two euro sixty cents, perhaps for a typical what seven hundred fifty milliliter bottle, <laughs> and it was quite good. We've got our laundry spread out all over the apartment here. We did three loads of laundry yesterday, which was、uh, very much needed. But there's no dryer and there's no drying racks, and it's a very nice apartment. But there's hardly any windows. There's not a lot of natural light,、uh, of course, no breeze. So you know, very hard to get the clothes to dry. So they've been spread out drying on the back of chairs and the coat rack, hanging over the shower for the past twenty four hours. It's a good thing we did it when we did. Because we'll definitely want to have dry clothes twenty four hours or so from now when it's time to pack up and get ready to head out on、uh, Wednesday morning. I forgot to mention earlier how long did it take in the end to get into the palace? It took roughly thirty minutes total from when I got into the line to when we got into the building. So really, in the end, it wasn't too bad. It did keep moving. But we're going to call it a night. I'm looking forward to our bus tour tomorrow and playing around in the park, seeing what else we discover, and enjoying our last full day here in Madrid. So we'll talk to you more soon.